Hey there, angry faithful. I just wanted to drop in, bend your ear a little bit, get your attention. So if you're not listening, drop what you're doing and pay attention to me. Because I'm here to inform you that not only can you get your daily, maybe if you're binging it, I'm not sure, that's entirely up to you, but you can multiply your doses of angry me fuckery by paying attention to all of the platforms upon which you can find either the dulcet tones of my voice and David's voice, or my pretty face and David's not-so-pretty face. Anyways, digressing. We, not only on we are on YouTube, we are on Spotify, we're on Rumble, we're on Google, Apple Podcast. We have a TikTok page. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and of course, Facebook. So if you find yourself fuckery deprived, curl up with a nice hot mug of shut the fuck up and just listen. Open those ear holes and be prepared to be cream pied like it's the first time. Thanks for listening. Welcome, Angry Faithful, to another episode of Nerd Sports. Today on Nerd Sports, we are going to talk about Beer Pong International Sport. It, it's actually a thing. Okay. Uh, one of the guys, one of the guys that uh, does the comedy and everything, apparently went down to uh, Vegas to to compete in uh, the World Cup of. Uh, they called it bee pong. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably butchering it, but they call it bee pong, and it's basically ping pong and or not ping uh, beer pong, but it's international. Okay. Well, production note, uh, for those of you watching on YouTube or Rumble, you'll notice that I don't have my boom mic on me today because I moved yesterday. Um, he had to get away from me as fast as possible. He, Dude, there was just so much like latent homosexual tendencies. I had to get away from it, dude, in case it was contagious. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, that one time that I kind of crushed your your rump a little bit too long. You kind of looked at me with the death stare. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. You know, dude, um, Colin went back and he listened to some of our sports episodes and because he wanted to hear his jokes, right? Because he, he's, he's, he's working on his delivery. Yeah. And uh, I've noticed, man, that some of these sound bites that I'm dropping, these, these sound effects, they get cut off. Yeah. It's the, I, it, it's nothing to do with me. It's basically, uh, tell me that's YouTube or whomever. No, no, it's not even YouTube. It's probably, God, man, I, I thought I washed my arm and apparently I didn't get it too well. It looks like I have a big bruise. I don't have a big bruise. That's it's, why you don't it's go metal. fisting a horse in the middle of the day. No, no, no. It would be brown for that. This is metal. You don't know. They could have been like on Pepto or something. You know, Pepto Bismo turns your shit black. It was. This is true. <laughs> but, anyways, I was good with. Oh, so until I get a, uh, I'm going to try to rectify the microphone thing. Um, get one of those. I'm going to have to. I'm going to have to get a. I'm going to have to get a mic stand anyway because. Yeah, just get get like one of those. I, I was thinking about doing this for the apartment for when I get everything cleared out and I set uh-huh. everything up. 
just the poles and uh the mics they're they're not that expensive i don't think yeah no um but next week we are going to be on vacation um we're going to be down in the san antonio austin area um i think kerrville i think more specifically i Mm -hmm. think don't quote me on that go check out uh drinking bros well i'll I'll do what i'll I'll try if if you've got any contacts dude tell them all you have to do is show up again it'll be a lot easier of a sell if i say hey they're expecting me you know kind of a thing oh see where i'm going with that so if you if you have any contacts, because I know that you're a well-to-do guy, I have I do not have any contact. Well, oh, yeah. I have one contact, but he's he couldn't he he'd tell me the same thing to show up. Okay, all right. Well, um, just get me like the the wins and the wares and everything like that, and I'll see what I can do. I guess you know, I got it. I'll try to. I'll try moved, to get us a, well, they moved because they bought a church and they're I'll, I'll making try to, it. Into I'll a try studio. to get us. A, I'll try to get us a mention. On on a more uh, widely circulated uh, podcast, that'd be yeah. kind of that'd be tits, wouldn't it? Yeah. But uh, so yeah, I, I got a before we dive into the sports news, I got a phone call from my uh, from my oldest. Uh, he's a police officer, and so he uh, he was like, so I went to the ER, and I was like, oh what? And she's like, I'll call you in a minute. So he calls me. And so apparently, what was it? The other Saturday night, Sunday night, something like that. Saturday night, I think it was. They, uh, <laughs> his shift, they worked the bars, mm-hmm. right? You know, drunk drivers, stuff like that, bar fights, crap, you know. Um, he usually stops probably around about four o'clock in the morning. Apparently, apparently, uh, they had a suspect. Tried to take off in handcuffs, and in the process of uh, reapprehending said suspect, my boy ended up getting himself a moderate gray concussion. And he's like, "I'm fine. I'm. Did they gave me the rest of the week off?" And he's like, "I figured my mom would have told you about it." And I'm like, "No." Your mom didn't say anything. How did so, he? Okay, okay. You broke up a little bit. How did he get this? It was in the process of of reapprehending this uh, particular individual. So did he bump yeah. his head like on a wall or some shit like that, or the I or did he? I, hit I'll the have ground? to ask him. The, I'll have to. I'll have to ask him the particulars again. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> They gave the rest of the week off because, yeah, I'm like, dude, that's kind of fucky, man. But I mean, he, he's okay. Um, just you know, his head. I would do that all the time. It's like, why keep? Why do you have to keep on going to the hospital every week? No, 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 no. <laughs> T- trust me when I tell you from experience, concussions are not fun, dude. They're just not fun. Uh, and basically, just the lights are just the most entertainment thing you can actually have. Oh yeah. You- the sounds and everything like that, and you sound like the 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 Philharmonic percussion se- uh, section going off in your head. 
they're playing the overture to the crescendo that, to the eighteen twelve overture. True. Okay, yeah. 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 No, fuck that. I mean, with a fierceness. But um So sports news. Yeah, no, so Monday. Hold on. So Monday. Uh yeah, I mean we, we got everything packed up on Saturday in the in the U Haul. Um yeah. Sunday I took my I took my boys back to their mom's house. Uh came back to the house, loaded my my car on the trailer and parked it. And then Monday morning. Um hold on a second. Uh let's see here. I'm looking for some sports news too, so <laughs> no, let's see here. Hold on. Uh I actually found something really fast. <laughs> All right, go ahead. Grangowski. All right, uh, Rob Grigowski, uh retires after 11 seasons and four uh, Super Bowl championships. Uh, I'm waiting. I'm, I'm, I did something stupid. I'm processing yesterday's episode while I'm doing this, so my stuff's really slow. But for the second time, Rob Grigowski uh, is calling it quits. Uh, the five-time uh, Pro Bowl and four-time All-Pro tight end. Known oh, as much for his big personality as proficiency, uh, proficiency on the football field. Announces his retirement yes. uh, from the Buccaneer, uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yeah, there was also a uh, 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 Sue Domican. Uh, he played defense for the Buccaneers the last couple of seasons, won a Super Bowl with them uh, with under Tom Brady. Uh, he said on a radio show that the Bucks are probably not in his future, which was weird to say considering I think he's still under contract or he's opting out for free agency. I'm not exactly sure what the situation is, but, but I think it came a, uh, a, a shock to – the Buccaneers as an organization as well as the fan base. So, but um, yeah, yeah. The thing of it is, is that it's like okay, as as a player, you want to win, obviously. Yeah. Um. To me, it doesn't make any sense. And now this is just me and my humble, uneducated opinion. But to me, it doesn't make any sense to. somebody else that's going to pay you more money when you have no chance of winning okay um now if you're going to go from like the browns to say the rams or the browns to pick your powerhouse like uh well i'd say kansas city but eh, uh buffalo let's just pick one pick on buffalo okay um So, um, Jesus, I'm talking to my kid. I'm trying to help him get his joke ready. No, 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 not that. What? Uh, another sports news is, uh, Purdue all American former NBA player, Kayla swinging dies at the age of 25 of natural causes. Hey, sometimes. That's what I was saying. 
you just i mean not to sound crass or cold about it um sometimes your number just gets called man i mean and to be completely and totally honest with you it there's there's i mean nobody really knows what i'm still in the process of trying to <laughs> make room on the desk um but sometimes your number just gets called wow well okay listen to this uh swagger was open about his unstable situation growing up his father was a crack cocaine user uh he had uh spurt uh spurts where he would live homeless shelters five times according to espn sports in 2017 and he fluently uh between living in indiana and utah uh where his mother, uh, where his mother would swing's father, Carl, died from diabetes-related causes in 2014. Prior to uh, Caleb rolling, enrolling at uh, Purdue, uh, Swagman's path to Purdue was uh, carved uh, when former Purdue star uh, Rosette Barnes, who coached uh, Swagman's in uh, grassroots basketball, took him in and became uh, his guardian in Fort Wayne. Barnes stopped. Uh, uh, Swagen, as he entered uh, his teens, it was a decision that led Swiggins down the path in the basketball that turned him into one of the biggest high school uh, prospects in the country. Yeah. Uh, during his NBA career, Swagen's uh, work is definitely with uh, Portland area's youth and food groups to promote healthy eating habits in schools and eliminating childhood hunger. Man, he not only did was Man, he died. One, he died young too. He was actually. It seems like he was uh, uh, a decent person. Yeah, I mean, and that's the one thing I can say about the NBA is the fact that you start to see more and more of these guys coming out of out of the college ranks, um, living a really. I don't want to say philanthropic, but more of a kind of a an altruistic life where. They they really give back to their communities and all, and and they're really trying to make it to where they're trying they're trying to make their trying to make their homes the places that they come from better than they than than what they had. And, yes, I mean, what, what was that? Uh, the that is he a football player? Or is he was he was a basketball player or something like that? He goes in uh, Houston area and buys like a shit ton of uh, bikes and gives them away. Um, I know JJ Watt used to do stuff like that around here. Um, I can say around here now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I know who you're talking about. He was a wide receiver. I cannot think of his name off the top of my head. But um, I mean, like Des Bryant used to do that stuff whenever he played for Dallas. Yeah. He'd go into like WalMarts or Targets during. Well, specifically, he would go to WalMarts like during the holiday times and he would just be standing around and then he'd see somebody with like a huge load of groceries or Christmas presents or whatever. And he would pay for it. Or conversely, he would see somebody putting like nickel and dime stuff onto, onto the, onto the, onto the belt. And he's like, Hey, let's go back here shopping sprees on me i want to pay for your kids christmas you know and it's just it's it it's those kinds of guys that man i got goosebumps you you just saying that fuck yeah i mean even though 
you know, they're loud and, you know, the, it, it, I think a lot of that is just, you know, the bravado that you have to carry, um, you know, as, um, you know, as the wide receiver or as a defensive end or, you know, whatever it is that you're doing, whatever your professional athletic vocation is, you, you have to carry that bravado on the field. But when you're away from the field, I mean, a lot of these a lot of these professional athletes are giving back to their communities and they're starting charities, they're starting foundations. Um, and it's a lot of stuff that's really near and dear to their heart or they're just giving back to the community that that has openly embraced them. And I, I find that really refreshing. Uh, you know, I mean, obviously, you're going to have your douchebags like Manny Machado, you know, plays third base for the Padres. I hate that guy. Um, <laughs> you're going to have you're going to have you're going to have athletes from from every professional sport uh, that, that are just complete douche nozzles. Yeah. Who's that one um, musician? I forget which. Uh... Banny's in but he goes in and he just he's one of those uh, avid uh claw game uh uh players that he'll 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 empty out a whole uh claw claw machine and he gives them all the charity in the town that he's actually going uh, oh yeah he's a heavy in. metal singer yeah he's a yes. heavy metal singer and i'm like i read that story i was like you are a hard ass motherfucker with the heart of gold you tearing me up boy I don't want to. I don't want to misquote the name of the band. I can picture it in I my know. head, but I'm not going to spout it out. I'm, I'm, inevitably, you, go, you go ahead and talk sports. I'll find. Inevitably, it. I'm going to have some. We're, we're going to have somebody who's going to bust our balls over it because somebody that's going to trip over this show on accident is going to be a heavy metal guy or or a gal, and they're going to be like, "No, fuck you." <laughs> you know? But um, so yeah, we're we're in the Stanley Cup Finals and. I'm telling you what, man, it's, uh, it's pretty, it's, it's going to turn out to be a good, a good Stanley cup final. Um, Colorado was actually leading the series two games to one. Um, I mean, Tampa Bay took it to Colorado the other, or the last time, but, uh, uh, back on the, uh, the 20th, which was yesterday, but I uh, man, the tomorrow night is a uh, game, uh, game five, uh, game four. And so I don't know. I'm 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 kind of hoping that Colorado bounces back. I'd really like to see Colorado get this uh, get the Stanley Cup. Um, this is if they win tomorrow night, then they could turn around on Friday. I think it is the 24th, and uh, they can they 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 could potentially clinch it at home. So, but um, I don't know. I mean, it's it's a uh, it's pretty good. So um. Okay, I found it, and it's, dude. The band's name is fucking awesome. Compared what he does, Cannibal Corpse. Yes, uh, yes, there we go. Is a master at the arcade claw game, and uh, the lead singer's name is George Fisher. Uh, his actual stage name is uh, Corpse Grinder. Yeah, Corpse Grinder. I mean, thank you. I mean, he's like, it's one of those things. He's like. You're 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 thinking it's like oh it's all evil and everything. It's like, but he's giving toys to kids from a claw machine. Yeah. All right. So but, but it's news. like it's like a uh, Marilyn Manson being uh he he does a lot for uh uh reading. Uh, he gives out books and everything like that every year. Yeah. And so, 
So the other day, um, all right, so back on October 2nd of last year, um, a guy by the name of O'Neill, O'Neill Cruz mm-hmm. became the tallest player to ever start a big league game at shortstop. He's listed at six foot seven. Damn. Now he's back in the minors and I mean, back in the majors, he went back, he, they sent him back down. And so, um, <laughs> he, uh, let me see here. He had, um, let me see here. There's another guy, third baseman, Ryan Miner. He started six, uh, six foot seven. Um, the Tony Clark, um, don't you want to be like lower in the ground for those kinds of positions? <laughs> I don't know, not necessarily. Six foot eight first baseman. He played for six teams in fifteen season. Hit two sixty two lifetime, two hundred fifty one home runs, eight hundred and twenty four RBIs, and he had an eight twenty four on base percentage. So, I mean, he was the tallest switch hitter in Major League history, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have. Uh, shortstop O'Neill Cruz at six seven, right? Uh, let me see here. Left field, uh, Frank Howard. Uh, he played in the National League. He was the nineteen sixty National League Rookie of the Year. He had three hundred eighty two home runs over sixteen seasons. He weighed in at six foot seven. And then there's the. Uh, we'll just brush over Aaron Judge. I, no, I don't give a fuck about him. Um, anyway, no, Aaron Judge, six foot seven, but we all know he plays center field for the New York, the New York fuck boys, you know, but Hey, whatever. Um, Walter Bond, uh, played right field. He was six, seven, the tallest designated hitter, six foot eight, Nate Freeman. Um, the only, they're the only, uh, 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 fucking, um, what the hell? Tony Clark and Nate Freeman were the only two position players listed at six eight or taller in Major League history. Um, Freeman played two seasons in the majors, appearing in 116 games with the A's between 2013 and 2014, with eight starts as the designated hitter. Now, the uh, tallest starting pitcher that I that I can remember, and I got to watch this guy pitch back in the day, Randy Johnson's coming in at six foot ten. Um, he, uh, let's see now with 11 starts in his career, uh, right-handed pitcher, John Roch technically is the tallest player to start an MLB game, but Roch with, uh, it, it's, uh, the, the, he, and his, his career stats really don't match up with Randy Johnson's. I mean, Randy Johnson. 6'10", left-hander, collected 303 wins over his career, 4,875 strikeouts, second all-time behind Nolan Ryan, and five-time Cy Young Award winner, and he's a Hall of Famer. Um, let me hmm. see here. Now, John Roch is 6'11", right? Uh, so technically an inch taller, but his, his, he's got 62 saves, and a recorded 390 ERA, right? So he's more kind of more of a relief kind of a guy anyway. Um, yeah, let me see here. Oh, look at that. Manny Machado got hurt. That's right. I forgot all about that. Manny Machado left Sunday's game against the Rockies. 
He's in the top of the first inning with a sprained left ankle. He walked off with help appearing unable to put much weight on his left leg. X-rays were negative. Um, when he reported to Petco Park, which is where the Padres play on Monday, he was mobile enough to give the Padres some hope that he might return without needing an IL Dude, say that fucking five times uh, fast. I, I listened to it. And I, was, I was so surprised you pulled that off. It's like you put up all the P's and everything, and it's just like, wow. Petco Park, where the San Diego Padres play? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me see here. Uh, I'm strolling through here. I'm looking at the injury reports. And there's really not a whole lot there. Um, was there any kind of NASCAR news? Yeah, let me let me pull NASCAR up here real quick. Because I thought I heard something about. Uh, I heard it on like uh, uh, free uh, reel and hot wings today. I think it was like some kind of NASCAR. Oh, it, it was either today or yesterday. Some kind of NASCAR news. Now I know that the truck series had their second dirt race of the year. Um, uh, there's a Jessica and Stuart Freeman or uh, Friesen. They're a husband and wife uh, duo, right? They both drive in the truck series, mm-hmm. and they're not on the same team. I bet so, the, but, the but, bedroom, but, bedroom uh, space is kind of Jessica. But up. Jessica Friesen, she went for a pretty nasty wreck. I mean, she flipped her truck on the dirt. So Ooh. that was yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. But she got out and walked away. So. Oh, I mean, that's, good. that's a testament to the, how well that those 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 uh, race cars and race trucks are built. It's yeah. just it's insane. Um, now there's there's talk that that Martin Truex Jr. who races the number nineteen Bass Pro Shop Toyota for uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. Don't forget is, Black Rifle. I'm talking about majority sponsors. Oh, okay. Um, they have a little symbol on the Bass Pro stuff. Okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, I mean, he's a he's a he's a he's a Cup Series champion. Uh, he's a Cup. He's he's like a two-time Xfinity Series champion. Uh, there's talk that he may end up retiring after the end of the year. Um, his wife, life partner, whatever you want to call her, uh, Sherry Pollux. Um, she's she's been a staunch. Uh, advocate for cancer research because she's a multiple time cancer survivor. Um, her cancer has come back. So uh. she's, she's, she's up and down. Um, and he flat out said in an interview, he said that, uh, you know, if there ever comes a time where he cannot give the sport a hundred percent of the, the attention that it deserves, then that's when he's going to walk away because you need to be all in. I mean, a hundred percent focused on your craft to be among the best. And, you know, I mean, it's that saying talent will get you on the field, but practice keeps you there. Yeah. Um, Same thing with the, with, with racing. I mean, it's technical, it's physical. I mean, you've, there's a lot of, of memory recall. I mean, different tracks have different styles that you need to drive them with. Um, 
you know, it's just, it's a very mentally exhaustive sport. Um, And yeah, I say sport because I consider NASCAR drivers athletes because, you know, if we're up there in the bleachers, you know, soaking up the sun at a hundred degrees or at 90 something degrees, you can be a damn, damn guarantee that track temperature is at least 30 degrees higher. Um, and not to mention how hot it gets in those cars. So working a working a kitchen <clears throat> on the tarmac, that fucking sucked. <laughs> Excuse me, but you know, I mean, it's, it's not uncommon for it to get to 140 something degrees in those cars. Yeah. And they're wearing fire suits. Helmets and, and all that heat comes in through the vents too. Yeah. I mean, that's why it gets that hot in those cars. Yeah. And um, I mean, cause they don't, I mean, yeah, they've got a cooling unit, but it's not the best. I mean, it kind of just keeps the air moving on your head. Um, and they have cool suits that they can wear up underneath their driver suits. But a lot of that stuff draws amperage and crew chiefs and car chiefs are stingy with the amperage in those race cars because you, you, you only get a certain amount and you have to budget it out. Yeah. So, um, uh, this week, the, uh, there, um, I mean, we're only a few races away from, um, from the playoffs. So this, this Sunday, actually, um, they are racing at Nashville super speedway in the ally bank 400. So Nashville super speedway is a very nice facility. Um, I got to drive on it once doing a, uh, like a Richard Petty driving experience. Mm-hmm. And that was, yeah, that was, that was amazingly fun. Um, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, from what I remember, I mean, that track's kind of tucked away, but with, and, and it's in Wilson County, it's just between Mount Juliet and Lebanon, Tennessee, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, unless Wilson County's infrastructure and the state government of Tennessee came in and then they, they helped build up this infrastructure and they made the track more accessible. They, they, you know, came up with traffic plans and things like that. I mean, this is the second year in a row that the, the that the, the circuit's gone back to Nashville Super Speedway. Uh, so, you know, it. I mean, it's a nice track. It really is. It's going to be a 300-lap event, 399 miles. Um, and, I mean, it's going to be on the NBC uh, network. So, you know, I'm like, okay, all right. So this is this is going to be, this is going to be nice. So, um daniel suarez won last week's race now daniel suarez this is his first career victory um he's a natural born mexican um or from mexico mexican from mexico i know it's sad that we have to clarify that but um he 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 has he comes from mexico um and he's been driving in the nascar series for years and he's gotten so close he's had great runs He's finally in some really solid equipment uh, with Trackhouse Racing, uh, running the number ninety nine uh, Camaro, mm-hmm. and he just it, it just it came together for him finally at a road course in Sonoma, California. So um, they he ended up winning the uh, the Toyota Save Mart three fifty, and and it was a really popular win in the garage, and a lot of a lot of drivers came up, put donuts on his doors um, during the uh, during the victory laps, and you know, so it's, um, I'm happy for him. Out of the two track house drivers, I, I, I would have, I really like seeing him win. I don't really care too much for Ross Chastain. Um, 
and it's just because I don't know, dude. The guy, he is, I don't know, he just doesn't, he's not appealing to me as, as a driver. Um, but, you know, so it's, it's winding down. Uh, we're getting, like I said, we're getting towards the, uh, you know, towards the playoffs. Uh, I think the playoffs start in September. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. So, I mean, uh, after Nashville Speedway, they're going to Road America, which is in uh, Oak Lake in uh, Wisconsin. That's a 62-lap, 250-mile affair. That's a nice road course. Um, and then they're going to Atlanta. Atlanta got reconfigured this year. Um, it's a it it it's still your tra- it looks like a traditional mile and a half racetrack, kind of like Texas Motor Speedway. But they reconfigured draw, uh, the 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 banking and the turns, and so you run wide open, and it's it's like a mile and a half super speedway, and it produced some really great results in the spring. Um, so they're going to go back to Atlanta in uh, on July tenth. Um. Let me see here. Now, what I don't like, and, and, and I just, I don't like it, don't like it, don't like it. Traditionally, the 4th of July has always been the Daytona uh, Daytona summer race, the, the Coke 400, um, or now the Coke Zero 400. But now, oh God, now they're running it at the end of August, and I'm just like, that's apparently the cutoff race. So that's the last race of what the quote-unquote regular season is. Um, do you think it might be just because of the whole fact of it's it's like the biggest named out there the the Daytona five hundred? No, no, no. The Daytona five hundred is basically the Super Bowl, right? Yeah, but they run. That's the first race of the year. Yeah, I mean, you you hear drivers and crews and crew chiefs talk all the time about how the Daytona five hundred is basically a season unto itself. Because you get you get crew chiefs, car chiefs, engineers, drivers, pit crews. They lay awake at night during the off season preparing for this race. And then a lot of times race teams have guys dedicated specifically to building a car to win the Daytona Five. That's yeah. how that's how big of an event that is. Um, but the you know the, then the, in September on the fourth in Darlington, uh, South Carolina is the first of the round of 16. So uh, basically the way that the NASCAR playoffs work is that you get 16 drivers that advance to the playoffs. Everybody else under that 16 driver cutoff are not eligible to race for the championship anymore. Um, They can still race, but they race for points to see who finishes 17th. And then, you know, it's just basically prize money at that point. Um, Mm. Plus sponsor commitments, things like that. They're not going to keep them off the track. So um, you go three races per round, right? So you go 16, and then it drops down to the round of 12, and then you get down to the round of eight, and then the, at the end of the round of eight, it's the championship four, right? And it's just that's a one-race playoff for, between four drivers to see who wins the, the, the championship, right? So um, – you get Darlington, Kansas, and Bristol in round one. Round two is going to be Texas Motor Speedway in September, Talladega Super Speedway in October, and Charlotte Motor Speedway's road course, or the Roval, so to speak, because the road course is Charlotte Motor Speedway in, in North Carolina. It's Part of it is the Oval track, and then you 
dip down into turn one just before you get to turn one and you go through the road course portion on the infield. Um, and then you get to the round of eight, you go to Las Vegas, Homestead, Miami Speedway, Martinsville Speedway in Virginia. And that is going to be the cutoff to decide who the four, the, the championship four are going to be. And they go, you know, everybody goes to the last race of the year at Phoenix uh, Raceway in Avondale, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And between the four drivers who are eligible still at that point to race for the championship, whoever whoever finishes in front of everybody else or who win, whoever wins the race wins the championship. Hmm. So it's it it really puts an emphasis on winning because the way that you can advance in the playoffs is playoffs is if you win, you automatically advance. Okay. So I mean, but you have to be an eligible driver to advance. You advance to the next round and you have to win in the next round or stay accumulate enough points through stage wins or stage points to advance to the next round. Um and it can get pretty dicey. <laughs> really dicey. Well, we've already heard a couple of uh, of the uh, ones that are just part- basically participating, right? Yeah, um, it's it's going to be an interesting uh, postseason, so to speak. Um, it's going to be an interesting playoff run for for the NASCAR guys, um, just because of the the personalities that are in there already. Um, Ross Chastain has not done himself any favors as far as. Um, other people in the garage so uh, more notably was denny hamlin um denny hamlin <laughs> I, I find myself not I'm, I'm not necessarily a denny hamlin fan but i i do appreciate his viewpoint on the way that ross chastain races so yeah the, i mean it that that that's that's what it is right there so i mean if ross chastain if denny hamlin qualifies for the playoffs And he's in a position to where he's looking like he's going to get eliminated. He's going to make sure that Ross Chastain goes down with him. That's so fucking sad. But, you know, it's understandable. No, it's not cause... sad because it, it, here's the way it, it should be, okay? You want to be respected. You want to be raced clean. You have to race other people clean. You can't run people up into the wall. Yeah. that That's you know? what I was talking about. It, it's so sad that someone has to go up and – and do that for the other players. NASCAR is one of those few sports where if you step out of line and you break etiquette, this is about as close to getting punched in the mouth without actually getting punched in the mouth for your action. Um, you know, it, it, like with football, somebody goes after and hurts the quarterback. Next thing you know, you got some halfback or running back breaking the leg of a linebacker somewhere, you know, or something, um, mm-hmm. you know, where it, it, it's just, it's, it's one of those deals where, you know, you, you have to race people the way that you want to be raced. Yeah. And, and you are driving a 250 to 350, almost $400,000 race car at speeds of 160 to 100 to, uh, to, to 200, 210 miles an hour inches off of the fenders of your competitors and a lot of times inches off of the outside wall and everything has to go right in order for these things to go off without a hitch 
equipment's going to break, tires are going to blow, you know, things of that nature. But if you are out there and, and, and I think it was Dale Earnhardt said that, you know, if, and I'm paraphrasing something, a, a phrase that he coined, but if you get out there and run out of talent, you know, you know, life's going to get real hard. for you. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and you, you really, I don't know who that is. Are you in a new town? Are you getting weird numbers? Yeah. Let me answer it real quick. Hello. Yes. Yeah. Hey, Hey, uh, Dave, hold on just a second. Uh, talk about something real quick. I got to away real fast. Okay. okay. Funny thing I found. Oh yeah. That, that was, we're probably not going to, uh, talk about this on nerds on, uh, psychos and social. We might, we may not. Uh, but let me find it again. I was looking at this is, uh, diary of wimpy kid actor who killed, uh, killed mother also targeted Justin Turing in court. Uh, actor Rain, uh, Grantham in November 2013. Uh, the actor who was, uh, appeared on Riverdale. And the 2010 film Diary of a Wimpy Kid pleaded guilty to murdering his mother in March. It wasn't in 2013, it was in March. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, there, it was just the uh, photo of the picture they said, uh, put up on this one. Uh, he pleaded guilty to killing his mother in March, but now comes a word he also allegedly uh, plotted to kill uh, Canadian Prime Minister Justin uh, Trudeau. Uh, as well uh that revelation came during a sentence hearing for uh 24 year old uh grantham uh who pleaded guilty to second degree murder earlier this year uh grantham uh shot 64 year old uh 64 year old barbara uh wait in the back of the head in march 2020 while she was playing the piano during a hearing on Monday, the court heard how the actor rehearsed the killing beforehand and filmed a video afterwards uh, where he confessed to the murder and showed his mother's corpse on the camera. Uh, the day after the murder, officials uh, said Graham packed a car with guns, ammunition, 12 Molotov cocktails, uh, campus supplies, and hit the road with intention of killing the prime minister. His reason for doing so wasn't made clear at the hearing. However, he uh, when he got to Hope, B.C., turned around and drove to Vancouver Police Headquarters. Told places like, I killed my mom. Uh, Grantham uh, also mentioned his plan to kill uh, the prime minister in a statement to police in a uh, excerpt. Uh, from his private journal that he read in court a this is he wow it's almost as bad as what happened to uh, the guy that's playing the flash right now but there's another thing that uh i looked at and this is this is just appalling for me i mean let me see if i can pull up the actual uh stuff on it uh see here a 17 year old 
Yeah, here we go. Uh, this is what's really sad. Uh, California teen who rammed a car, and and you can look the and look this video up. Uh, rammed a car into a mother and infant child. Actually, you know what? I will post that right now uh, through Facebook. If if anybody, uh, I'll just do it through a YouTube channel and everything like that. But you, it it's unnerving to watch. Uh, to a mother outraged. Hold on. It it's very unnerving to watch and everything like that and. I'll just post it on the actual uh, Angry Me production page uh, so everybody can see that's listening and everything. There it is. Uh, our fan page for Facebook. I uh, can't put it up on Instagram. I'll see what Johnny can put it on the Twitter account. Uh, but no, And I'll link it in the description of this uh video or or if you're listening on uh, spotify or any podcast stuff but anyways uh the 17 year old who pleaded guilty to uh driving a car into a woman walking her child in a stroller and venice california has a criminal background and was uh on probation at the time of the incident fox uh news had has learned the teenager was previously convicted of a fel- uh, felony of poisoning after sprinking, uh, sp- spiking a teenage girl's drink in 2019 in Pan Al High School, uh, which sent her to the hospital. Uh, the 17-year-old was charged with two felony charges of assault by means of forcibly uh, uh, means of for- uh assault by means of force likely to produce a great bodily injury and one felony account of a hit and run and pleaded guilty but was sentenced to five to six months uh no five to seven months in a juvenile probational camp prosecutors described the camp as a less than a military school and a little bit longer uh tougher than a summer camp so he probably didn't learn anything uh the hit and run took place on august 6 2021 and the driver was 16 at the time uh los angeles uh quarter uh, district attorney office declined to charge the teen with this uh, assault with a deadly weapon or attempted murder and sources tell fox news that the decision was made in accordance with george grayskin George Grayskin, okay, God, I'm going to go back. Uh, first statement on the incident provided to Fox News uh, Digital saying that the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department agreed with the charges and sentencing, but that was later uh, walked back after Los Angeles Sheriff, uh, Sheriff Alex Fender uh, called out uh, Grayskin. Fortunately, the baby was uninjured, and the mother received a laceration on her elbow. Uh, his often, uh, office initially told Fox News Digital Friday that the sheriff's department agreed with the felony charges that were uh, filed 
at the arrangement. The minor uh, amends two felony counts of assault by means of force likely to produce great bodily injury and one felony count of hit and run. The probation uh, department recommended that uh, and the court sentenced the, uh, the minor to a youth camp for five to seven months in a pro se resolution. Basically, he got out scot-free because after uh, after he's still my back. After what's going to happen with this, uh, he's still underage. Uh, After he gets done with this, uh, his file is going to be sealed to the point where it takes a judge to open it up. And he's going to go on. He's already proven twice that he's a fucking shit pump. That's an angry me production word, but he's a fucking shit pump. He shouldn't be allowed to – he, he should be hospitalized and put on pills or something like that. I'm sorry. On something like this, and, and it's showing like two counts, he's almost killed two people, or three people technically, uh, including the child and everything. And it pisses me off that because they want to have like a oh, – he's just a – child no 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 stop the demon now you know get get him to a point where he's out of the way he's in a hospital he's getting the help that he needs because it 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 seems like he actually needs a shit ton of help Uh, i i totally uh, any anything other than that camp stuff it 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 doesn't sound like it, it Anybody that comes out of juvie half the time, they're just repeaters. And this is his second still. Next one, uh, well, three strikes, he's out. How many people he's killed for those three strikes, though? Or harmed or could have killed. I mean, thank God that baby freaking lived on that one. Because if... I'm sorry. I'm one of those people. I would. I will take a trip. I would take a trip. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, trying to find some more stuff to talk about. Uh, let's see here if we can find anything on the super web. Uh. Uh, oh uh on the uh what the hell's kiss what what i'm thinking about doing is on sundays me and johnny uh we're talking about it we're we're thinking about using the what the hell episodes on sunday that's the reason why we haven't really done anything on sundays it's because we're working around that one we got the comedy stuff uh for what the hell on mondays which i'm about to post up uh just i was tired after i got done uh my uh routine from last night but uh what we're gonna end up doing is we're gonna we're gonna start getting political uh and on 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 the aspects of trying to do some research uh ourselves 
and see what we can get on different avenues and give you a non-biased well except for johnny sometimes goes a little bit too right sometimes but it we're trying to do a non-biased type news stuff uh on sundays uh basically weeks of what what gets i mean nerd sports is more or less just for sports news and everything like that we do that on mondays but we're trying to we we're probably getting uh a little bit political on sundays i am going to do uh another i got a message i'm going to do some uh i want to say weird interviews uh this next one uh i'm uh going to get a stripper on the show uh and it's more or less to talk about all the weird stuff they have to go through uh to get like financially loans and everything like that which uh any anybody in the uh, adult inter- entertainment industry uh they have to go through loops just to get like a bank loan for a car sometimes they have to lie about their actual profession or or the but i'll let them go into that and everything like that looks like johnny is coming back so uh i just did two actual news news articles especially the one that i found out the 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 wimpy kid yeah and uh i'll send you i'll send you the stuff so you can read it i'm not going into it again it's that fucking horrible Oh wow! I swear okay, to God, so I would almost I, went to California to get this. And I apologize, everybody. That was the uh, Brazoria County VA rep, or not VA rep, but the Veteran Service Officer. He was returning my phone call, or uh, returning my phone call today. Because in addition to moving, I, I I got I went to the outpatient clinic today. Had them trans uh, request my my records from Wichita County. You know, so I, I've been I've been busy today. So, um, yeah. Let me give. Uh, let me give our, our let me give Colin a call here. I'm sending you the message too. Just don't worry about it until we're done with this. Okay. Oh, let me see here. See if see if the gaming headset will work. Hey bud. Hi. So uh how's your day going? Eh. Oh, I love FaceTime. I can't wait till next week. I have him, and he'll be on the same camera as I am. So how's your day going, bud? Good. Good? All right. You got your joke already? Yeah. All right, all right. All right, so let me do your intro here. You won't be able to hear it because, yeah, we're, we're, working, on the whole, we're, we're working on the whole microphone thing. So, all right. Ladies and gentlemen, angry faithful, boys and girls of all ages, my genetic code. On display for your eyes and your ear holes. It's that lovely time of year. Well, it's like, no, it's not time of year. Scratch that. It's the lovely time of the week. It's joke time with Colin. All right, bud, go ahead. Last night, I walked into a bar. Last night, I went to a bar, and the most craziest thing happened to me. A chick was getting her... uh, nipple pierced last uh right next to me on the uh on on another note on on another note they suck at darts 
He said, I think I had a stroke while I was trying to give that joke. <laughs> That's freaking awesome. Dude. That's funny as hell. Oh, so she was getting. Let me repeat that again for, for the crowd because it, it was kind okay. of breaking up. All right. So, yeah. All right. All right. So he said that he walked into a bar and there was a chick that was getting her nipple pierced right next to him. And on another note, he sucks at darts. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, all right. So, hey, bud. Yeah. Uh, you want to look at me? There we go. Pick up the phone. There he is. Why does it does so that too? Next week, so next week, you're going to have your own headset, and you're going to be on the camera with me. You, are you okay with that? Yeah? Okay. All right, bud. Give your brother a hug for me. I love y'all, and I will see you on Monday. Okay. Angry Faithful, Colin says, say it again. Hi. <laughs> Colin <laughs> says hi. <laughs> oh, you mean everybody here. Okay, well, I will tell them when they come in tonight. Yeah. Look at it. My kid's a natural. He, he He's destined for greatness in the world of podcasting, so it's all good. I know, right? Uh, all right, but I love the show, you. Make it good. <laughs> all right, I'll talk to you later. <laughs> later. <laughs> that is my genetic makeup, everybody. You are And, <sighs> well, I am David Dickerman. I am Johnny Skelton. And this is Nerd Sports, episode 60. Two. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah, it is 62. I've got time to get my t shirt. Yeah, I need I'm to get gonna, my t shirt. I'm too. just going to get lazy. I'm just going to do it lazy and just get the t shirt. So, yeah. Yeah, I cannot, in all good conscience, wear a wig for the entirety of an episode. I just can't do it. I mean, we did those uh, uh, tinfoil hats that one. That's one we thing. That was, we could, that we was could barely. Keep, we... Dude, that was to keep the aliens and the NSA from reading our mind. This is true. So, okay, so that had a purpose. Yeah. When I mean, and let's be honest, most of the time our people are not watching us on YouTube or Rumble, even though that those platforms are available. Hint, hint. <laughs> well, we'll you get what, whatever you whatever days. you listen to us on. Give us a five star review. You don't have to. You don't have to, but we'd like it. Even if you hated us, leave a five-star review. Not four, not three, definitely not two or one. Those aren't even an option, really. Yeah, I mean. It's it's so it's, strange. It's, For ours, it's it's only five. For everybody else's, they can get like a one or something like that. If you're, if you're not we, first, you're it, last. It doesn't even, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, and, and if you don't chew big red bubble gum, well, then fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. All right, everybody. Like you said, he's David Dickerman. I'm Johnny Skelton, and this was Nerd Sports episode number 62. Victory!